Hi guys, welcome back to the ninth episode of the Inside Out podcast. Woo! Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm sorry. Um, my name is S. I'm Jay. And today we are going to be talking about an event that occurred just three days ago on January 6th, around 1 p.m. Eastern time. The United States Capitol was stormed by a mob of Trump supporters, or in other words, white supremacists. So we get that there's a lot of layers to the story, but we at Inside Out want to particularly look at the influence of social media, because after all, I was asleep when all this happened. I was taking a nap, (laughs) actually, (laughs) and I wake up around maybe 3 p.m. Eastern time, check my Mm -hmm. Instagram, and what do I see? all over Instagram, whether it be from people I'm following on my home feed, everyone is posting about this event. How did you find about it personally? Well, I, I personally found out about it through my class being canceled. So I found out through email, I guess. So my professor sent this email. It was like two lines, like 30 minutes before class. I'm canceling classes today so we can spend the time witnessing the attempted destruction of our constitutional process. Oh my goodness. So that was fun. I was like, dude, I need to learn differential equations. What are you doing? But yeah. So, and then after this, I found out the rest of the contacts on Discord actually. So like the class Discord was, everyone was like posting like links to news. Um, so basically the context of this was what was happening on January 6th, one, Georgia, the state went blue. So um, the runoff elections for not for president, but for um, the House and Senate, um, it went blue. It was close though, right? Yeah, it was really close. So that's why they had like a lot of sub elections, like a lot of other states, they got decided on like a few months ago on election day when Joe Biden was elected. But this, but Georgia, it was um, really close up until now. So because it went blue, Democrats now control the Senate, like just barely. So this will help Joe Biden, like get his plans through as opposed to if they had not, if it had not gone blue, then that, then it would have been like a lot, kind of like a lock on nothing that uh-huh. would have happened. Yeah. A lot of legislation wouldn't have been able to get passed. So yeah. And then the second thing was that this is like the main thing that caused the riot. So they were about to count and confirm the electoral votes for the presidential election and like officially conclude that Joe Biden was the president-elect and like so Trump the whole time was like uh this is like not right like I I was actually elected president I don't know what you guys are on and then a lot of not a lot but like certain Republican senators were planning to vote against this so they're they're planning not to confirm it not to conform confirm that Joe Biden is the presidential-elect mm-hmm And basically, since Trump has been spouting all of this since the count started and Biden took the lead, of course, support grew around his claims that, yes, the election was hijacked, stolen from him, etc. And thus, the riot began. Five Mm -hmm. were dead, one of them being a police officer. 80 plus arrested and many were injured. And one thing I found kind of funny, though sad, Jay, is that you mentioned while we were looking at the pictures that one of the room was literally left looking like a construction site. Yeah, it's really like you can definitely tell it has been ransacked. And 
now that we have a little background info on this, what I want to talk about is how the heck did this happen? How did a government building, which should be under the nation's tightest security, go through such an assault? Well, I mean, this whole event wasn't a spur of the moment, sadly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is obviously not the source of the reason that, that the riots happened, but a lot of the riot was on social media, all the people who felt this way, like they that felt that a riot should happen, planned it on social media. So, yeah. And the craziest thing I remember is that we were looking, um, when we were looking at what social media site was used, it was these random under the mm -hmm. radio sites like mm -hmm. Parlor or I don't know, there was another one. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we understand that social media, it doesn't have to exist for such a riot to be planned. I mean, hello, there's riots all throughout history that people mm -hmm. just met up undercover and planned it, but social media definitely made it easier. Yeah, and to do it, like, it made it scalable, basically, so they could have way more people from, like, around the country participate and plan. And in the middle of COVID, when it would have been suspicious anyways to be meeting up in groups of people, well, again, you do not have to meet up in person if you're on the internet. And would you say social media is making it easier for fascism and these far-right ideas to spread? Definitely. Social media is making it easier for every idea to spread. So, like, if you have, like, a seed of some idea in you, then if you go on social media and it detects that, then the algorithms will just push you into that idea. They'll push you into whatever bubble exists of people like talking about that idea and agreeing about it. And like, obviously this is for anything, like even we are in our own bubbles, but. Exactly. Can, especially it, doesn't for, be, it doesn't have to be politics and it doesn't have to be the right, it can be the left. Um, But yeah, it can, social media can definitely like radicalize people into this. Like it'll, it'll feed you what you, want to believe you know yes i totally get it it is easy to find the people who share your ideas and of course we're all afraid of the unknown so why not comfort yourself with people who share similar views rather than delving into opposing ideas and opposing views and trying to see both sides or learn something different from what you already believe in yeah, echo chambers are so comfortable. Like you don't have to hear any opposing viewpoints. You're just, you're right. And you're with people who think you're right and you agree with them. Yes, echo chambers. That is the term I was looking for, but you beat me to it. So good for you ah. on that. <laughs> and of course, the final cherry on top of all this in relation to social media is that Trump was finally banned from Twitter. Finally. I mean, you were- And Facebook. Yes, and, mm -hmm. Facebook, and you were mentioning how you actually think it would have been better if he was banned earlier. Yeah, he's, I mean, it's, if you tell someone like Trump is spreading misinformation, then I'd be like, what? Like everyone knows he does this. It has been, it has been known, right? Yeah. So th they kind of waited until like the worst case scenario to ban him when the thing already happened. Exactly, right? exactly. So basically, if they didn't ban him, he would have been supporting the rioters and it, it probably would have 
continued or maybe even escalated, but then they banned him so he couldn't continue to spread misinformation and uh, urge on his supporters that yes, you are in the right. Yes, defend my honor. But I mean, if they had banned him since the count started, for instance, maybe none of this would have happened because the misinformation wouldn't have been spread. Yeah, exactly. So would you say, because that was all kind of like negative, would you say social media played any positive roles in this event particularly? Um, so S and I can say that we looked at every, all the information that exists and no, there are no positives. Okay, all I'm the kidding. information like, I'm being sarcastic, but there are very, 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 we can't think of any, like if you can think of any positives that occurred from the influence of social media on these riots then like dm us dm us on instagram we do have an instagram i apologize that we have not managed to get it running yet but inside out underscore sorry inside underscore out dot podcast i repeat inside underscore out dot podcast we will get it running i promise (laughs) but yeah not saying we're that big brain but i honestly do not see any big positive being played by social media on this but you were talking about some neutrals jay yeah so this is stuff like alone i guess you would kind of see them as a good thing but in context really they end up like all the negatives end up canceling them out to neutral at best so of course that they eventually banned trump that is a good thing but mm. they should have done it earlier so like i don't know sticker for them um then another thing is um spreading awareness so even with the misinformation that is inherent to getting your information from social media, people were able to find out more quickly. Like you and I found out from social media, I'm sure a lot of our peers did too, as opposed to if we, if this had happened like 20 years ago, we probably wouldn't have found out unless like we watched the the which I do not do. (laughs) Honestly. And uh, I guess social media is not as inconsequential as it, is often portrayed at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people, I don't know, especially in the media, they kind of portray social media as like, oh, you you know, it's Instagram models and memes and whatever. And like, there's like, they point out the bad aspects, but they pointed out like cyberbullying or how it's bad for your mental health, which it is. But then there's also this other like tiny facet of fascism and radicalism. So yeah, so we've seen that like, we see an example of this. Uh, like people just did not, I don't know how they missed it, but they just did not catch that there was fascism. Like, you know, how, planning these kind of events. Yeah. You know how in high school and elementary school, we have these lessons or lectures sometimes about not giving our information out to strangers. Be careful who you're talking on, who be careful who you're talking with on Minecraft or whatever. But we also <laughs> need to like raise awareness about these forums of extreme views that exist, not just on the dark web. No, this wasn't happening on the dark web. This was happening on some unknown site called Parlor. okay? But mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a lot of faces to, fas- uh, to, sorry, social media, as you were saying, Jay, that we, we definitely need to talk about more often. Definitely. And I think this episode was a start. So if you made it to the end, we appreciate you. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram please. (laughs) And uh, until next time, we're out. Bye.